<laughs> hey everyone, we have Philip Andre Botello here <laughs> on What's There At. What's up? Thank you for joining us, Philip. Of course, it is an honor to be here with Corey and Robert. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. Yeah, thank you. You're one of my favorite people I've ever worked with. Stop, dude. Tell me more, though. Tell mm -hmm. me more. <laughs> we'll get into it. We're going to leave that as a little reveal. Okay, cool. So you're one of the rare people that's actually from L.A. This is true. I am. I was born and raised here, between here, uh, L.A. and San Diego. Okay. And yeah, I am an L.A. Cali kid. I know most people are transplants, like yeah. yourself, right? Yes, definitely. An avoidant, like the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where are you from again? I grew up in Bali. Oh. You didn't know that? You, no, I mean I know you have a you like live in Bali, right? You, well, I grew up there with my dad, and my dad still lives. He's been there like thirty years, so I go back. Wow! I shouldn't have expected you to know that. No, that's that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, but he's Italian, and my mom's from Mississippi, so I'm half Italian, half African American. That's right. So Jackson, Mississippi. Yes. Philip listens, guys. I listen, guys. <laughs> take notes. Take notes. Wait. Okay. So I don't want to get off track. What? Yeah. You. So you grew up as a kid in Bali. Yeah, so from four to fourteen, I was in Bali with my dad. So what's that? I mean, just what's that? What's that like? Like living in Bali? So you go to an international school mm -hmm. with people from all over the world, like mm -hmm. a big expat community. Okay. And it's kind of like what you think it's like in the sense that we grew up like island kids. We would plant trees at lunchtime and start <laughs> recycling programs and and climb volcanoes and trek waterfalls. Oh, wow. so yeah, like I've climbed two volcanoes with my school fourth and fifth grade. I'm like, is that even allowed? Wow. Like you start at 2 a.m. in the dark, you finish at sunrise on yeah. the top, and then when you come down, you see the like tiny little path that you climbed, and it's it's actually not a safe <laughs> thing for fourth graders to be doing. But that's how we grew up. Yeah. It, at beaches and with a lot of animals yeah. and very like tolerant. It takes like a lot to really bother me. That's awesome. Yeah. So do you? I'm just assuming yeah. you, you probably speak more than one language. So I speak Indonesian and Italian. Wow. <laughs> Okay, we got culture on the show, guys. If you're just joining us with, with Corey and Robert, she's uh, telling us a little bit about her culture. You're so funny. Philip's actually here to interview me. Yeah, I'm here to, guys. Hi. Welcome to the show, Candy House. Um, if you're just joining us with Corey and Roberts, model, actress, director, producer. I don't want to go. I don't want to go off topic, but I want to get to it because you. Yeah, that's right. I know that you're doing like other stuff, and you're Thank you're you. in other mediums. So. Thank you. I am just incredible. a crazy person, and I feel like I'll combust if I'm not doing a million things at once. Yeah. I learned that from modeling. Like when I was obsessed with only modeling, mm. when I wasn't busy, it would make me crazy. So I was like, I have all these other interests and skills. I might as well like actually dive in. Yeah. And everything's like always a little bit scary, right? Like I directed my first short film and- She got it, she beat me to the punch. So that's, that's <laughs> what I was gonna ask you, okay. But it's a little bit scary, like kind of doing things gorilla when you don't really know what you're doing yeah. and diving in. I spend a lot of time on Udemy. Udemy, please sponsor me. I'm a huge fan, and I tell everyone about your site. <laughs> yeah, Udemy. What's Udemy? Udemy. No, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Oh, you know cool. it? No, I don't know. But <laughs> Okay, it's the best. It's literally a site where all these instructors like put up their courses, and you can just learn at your own pace with videos oh. and kind of tutorials and stuff. Yeah. And so you can literally write music video lighting, and they have a course for it. And some of them are like 30 hours, and some of them are like two hours. And I have like 30 in my library, and I just like dip into them. It's how I learned how to edit on Premiere as well. So I edited the short film myself. You seriously? Yeah, like okay, frame so, by frame. Okay. Just, from <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. All right, so, okay. Corey, I know you. I met you on a film. All right, I'm just, I'm an actor. I'm the first actor on the show? Yes! Oh! 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 Big actor, man. Okay, so I, I know you as an actress, but you're telling me that you started first modeling? That's how you 
Yes. So I started modeling in Bali when I was 10 years old. 10? Yeah, because I always was white with an afro and I just kind of yeah. stood out. And so brands and things started reaching out to my dad like, hey, can your weird looking kid like pop in? She's skinny I, I and tall. Say weird. So, oh, so then you were like, what, six feet at 10? No, I'm 5'9". Okay. <laughs> but you were, you like... I mean, I, yeah, I think I was always kind of like lanky. I don't think, I, I was never short. Okay. So, so they reached out and to yeah. your pops and were like, yeah, we think she can model. And then mm -hmm. you just started modeling. Mm -hmm. And I had my first agent. His name is Jules. I love him very much. We still hang out all the time when I'm in Bali. Shout out Jules. Shout out Jules <laughs> from Fav. From Fav. And yeah, when I was there, I actually shot some of his younger models. Like we have a great relationship. Very oh, grateful. Awesome. But he started getting me like shoots and stuff and tests and things yeah. like that. But I... I wasn't like the modeling scene in Bali is not so professional necessarily. I'm not yeah. like downing it, but I mean, there's a whole world out here, right, of, like, right. you know, big brands and things. So when I got to America, I was busy assimilating into American high school. And then at 16, so I like, came, started again. Okay. So you came to high school here? Yes. I moved here for high school okay, at 14. Why? Why? And I mean, that's a <laughs> yeah. culture shock, right? You know, my mom moved here. Okay. And we kind of had always decided that high school was a good time for me to assimilate into the western world and have <laughs> more opportunities in a yeah, bigger yeah. environment bali is definitely a bubble okay. i was kind of confused that like the college track and things like all my friends who stayed there went to college or art schools or yeah. you know theater schools all kinds of stuff but i don't know it just didn't seem like my path like i felt like it was a good time for me to come here i have yeah. an american passport so like why not easy yeah. so you're technically indonesian or? no 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 i'm I was born in Northern California. Got I'm American, okay. but my dad is fully Italian. Like the reason I speak Italian is my family doesn't speak English. Wow, wow. My dad has an accent. Like my, wow. I talk to my grandma every day. That's how I remember that's Italian. Awesome. Oh my God, so mixed kid, blended family. Yeah. That's awesome. My mom's side's from Mississippi. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I remember that from on set. All that's right. crazy. So not to like derail you, but so I, I remember I met you on this film mm -hmm. called uh, Model House. Woo, Model. should be coming out this year. Yep. Let's light the fire. <laughs> Derek Pike. Derek right? Pike directed Director, it. Randy yes. Wayne. What's up? Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, Thunderbird Productions. Randy got me on that uh, shoot, and I and I and I met you when I showed up. I think you guys were like a week into filming. And yeah. So I don't. Does, do they know that you're talking to the star of the film? <laughs> do they know that you're talking? You're it's so star? funny. That was my first movie and my first lead at the same time. Okay. So. <laughs> So I know we're going all over the place. Yeah. How, how do you fast track from like modeling? You're in Mississippi, and then when you I get wasn't to this in part, Mississippi. <laughs> so you never went to Mississippi. Uh, no, I've been. Okay, but I wasn't like modeling in Mississippi. They got a market out there. <laughs> because they got a market out there. I'm sure they do. We're not making fun of anyone. No, 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 no. I, I got family in Mississippi too. That's why you know my mom lived. Uh, her family was in Jackson, Mississippi. That's why I remembered because wow. you were like. Some of my family, and I was like, oh. Um, I was like, wait, she, you my cousin? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, That's funny. I think you said that on set. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> All right, after this commercial break, we'll be <laughs> Wait, okay, before we get into Model okay. House, what's your cultural background? Okay, um, well, I, uh, I mixed um, my, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. All right, don't make fun of me, Brandon. Um, my, uh, my grandparents are from Michoacan. Ooh. And my first language <laughs> was Spanish. Um, I don't speak Spanish anymore um, because, you know, you, you know, you're in school. Um, and my mom is African-American from New York, but then moved to Jackson, Mississippi. Wow. Why did she move? I'm not sure why she moved, but um, it was a culture shock for her because she was like, um, shout out my mom. Um, 
she was like robbing people in New York when she was a kid. <laughs> Oh, and then um, when she moved to Mississippi, she was just different because her family was there. But, okay. you know, you know, it was like Southern yeah. and stuff. But and um, yeah, I don't think it really clashed with my mom. She moved there she, as an adult. She moved there like as a teenager. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. So she was like surviving in New York and then went to like this kind of slower, slower country pace. life. Yeah. And it was, I think That's it was sweet. hard for my mom at first because she was like, this is. Tough. She liked it in the end. I think so. I mean, she, well, maybe not. She ended up moving um, to uh, Los Angeles. Okay, where, and then you were conceived. Where I conceived, uh, where my dad met my mom at a swap meet. No Shout way, out really? swap meet. Yeah, he was- Like just, shopping? Yeah, he was Whoa. a security guard and he saw her and I think he was like, yo, what's up, girl? No, he doesn't talk like that. But um, he saw her and, and um, yeah, they. I think he was like taking her on dates and- Cute. That's how I was- We um, love romance. Romance. We're big on romance. Right oh, good. Here. Yeah? Yeah. You guys embrace that. So, yeah, so it's one of our our pillars of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so. Le romance, le passion. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I was fluent in Spanish. Um, my grandparents only spoke Spanish, and then I I remember coming back, um, like summer vacation, second grade, and I just couldn't understand what they were saying. Oh, you had just, just you had whitewashed. Well, assimilated because you know, like you know, you're trying to talk to the. Trying to talk to the girls, they're speaking English. You're like, yo, what's up? No, no, no. You know, I'm just kidding. But no, but that age, you're also kind of like, you're just trying to do a bunch of things. Your mind's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, and you're learning, and you know, you're learning like what's predominantly people are speaking and talking. Yeah, and you're trying to fit in. Yeah, but I, I didn't, you know, I just for for me, it was always something that I had. So my parents spoke Spanish, and I spoke English, and then you know, if you don't, you practice it, it just kind of goes away. So I'm familiar. Yeah. Um, shout out my grandma for keeping my Italian up. That's awesome. It's cause right. it's hard. It's it's mm-hmm. it's you know so and it's tough because I did shoot in Miami, my favorite place, and everyone speaks Spanish there. And shout mm-hmm. out Miami. My we gotta brush you up, Duolingo kid. Yo, I know. I heard. Yo. I played on there because I learned French very well in really? high school. I just like languages, and I can pick it up really quickly. Yeah. And so I play on Duolingo. So, but you're like at three languages now, like. I mean, I wouldn't say that I like. I wouldn't like. I guess I can speak French and I, I could understand it really yeah. well. I almost just feel like it's almost disrespectful to be like, I speak French. <laughs> it's like, I just like, <laughs> I studied it. I yeah. like am an overachiever and I won awards and competitions, but like, it's oh, not whoa, like my whoa, thing. Man, whoa. You just can't say that. And like, <laughs> I'm just an intense person. I don't, I can't ever do anything and like chill. Yeah. It's always like, Argh. so you're on like go mode. Okay. Okay. So, so, okay. So, uh, you, you're in model house. This is your first ever feature film. We're How did you get to that? Like, you know what? I feel like with acting, everything kind of just has to come to me. Like the more I push and like cry and like try to like, it just never really works out. And with Model House, it's like the epitome of that. Um, The director, Derek Pike, he actually DM'd me and was like, hey, um, I'm uh, directing and I wrote my first movie and there's a part in it that I think you'd be great for. Would you want to audition? And I did. Then I got a call back and... It was just it was just me, I suppose. Okay, Corey. Wow. And this it, is uh, first it, check her out. First ever audition, book in the room. It role. wasn't my first audition. Okay, please. I'm out of here. No. no, no, no. Please don't <laughs> think that everyone, because that would be there would be a lot less heartache in this story. <laughs> I started taking classes and auditioning when I was nineteen, after okay. I did America's Next Time Model. I did classes every single week for four years. And auditions before I booked anything. And Model House was the first thing. Whoa. And I was 23. Oh, and it was COVID. It was 2020. That's right. And so nothing was really happening. And I got this opportunity. And I was like kind of not just like 
uh, like, you know, everyone was down because nothing yeah. was happening. Like, I wasn't just a money thing. I was just, like, bored. And I was tired of just, like, messing around in L.A. Everyone was just partying. And I was just like, I want something to do. Yeah. So we got this opportunity and we got to move to Oklahoma. That's crazy. Okay, so mm -hmm. my first question about you get the call from Derek. And he's yeah. like, yo, what's up? You go, I'm just kidding. Derek, <laughs> you don't speak like that. <laughs> You're cool, Derek. Um, Derek's like, you got the part. Who's the first person you tell? Were you near somebody or were you? Did you oh, that's so somebody? funny. It was actually one of my best friends, Chris Leanne, mm -hmm. who I met on America's Next Top Model, who also auditioned for Model House for Priscilla's role. Yeah. Okay. So she did the tapes with me. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. And she kept saying, she's like, you don't really need to do anything like this character is you. And okay. she's right because Zoe's like, you yeah. know, a young model yeah. starting out 19. Like I literally was playing me, but the 19 year old version. Yeah. So that's also why I think it was such a seamless experience, even though it was my first lead, yeah. because it was just like kind of a version of me. Yeah. The, I was almost gonna reveal too much, but our oh. scenes <laughs> were really exciting and fun. Like you helped me on set a lot. Really? Yes, you were such a joy. Do tell. Um, yeah, you're just, no, I'm just kidding. magnetic oh. on set and in person. And I've had you. the pleasure of experiencing both. Oh. And you're very helpful, very knowledgeable. No, it was cool. Like, I, you know, like I like showing up and, 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 and playing and, you know, showing up ready to work. And it was cool. You guys had like you and the, the other girls in the house had developed your own like, you know, bond. And, you know, pod. I can't say too much about, you know, what I do in the film and stuff. Yeah. But there's some other actors and it was a lot of fun. But it, it's, it's an interesting because for, I don't know, people who don't know, like, um, so Corey was on uh, the film day one and mm -hmm. we have these scenes that are, um, they're pretty personal kind of. And, you know, I show up and like, I, I don't know she's, I, I really have to go like, Hey, my name is Philip and <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm going to punch you in the face or whatever, or, you know, <laughs> you know and that's, yeah. that's how, that's how it goes down. Cause you don't really have you know, rehearsal time. And then I, yeah. and I, I prefer it that way. We had a little bit of okay. coordination, which was really cool. Yeah. Cause I felt like, Oh, I'm like a real actor. It was fun. Okay. So, so Pr Priscilla, yes. she was the first person you told. That. No, um, Chris Leanne, Chris, oh, my, my, sorry, who auditioned sorry, for the same role that Priscilla Huggins got, got in Model House. Okay. Yeah. And then when you told your mom and dad that you were starring in a feature film, what was their reaction? They were excited. I don't know. I am, I'm going to sound like such an asshole. <laughs> I have been impressing them my whole life. Oh, dang. Flex. If we Do you have a... Ba -ba -ba -ba? Do the... Ba -ba -ba. Do so, push the button. Ba -ba -ba -ba. They expect a lot from me. Jeez, Corey. You know? So <sighs> um, they were like, cool, yay. I mean, you know, cool, about time. Oh, really? That kind of thing. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I try really hard at everything I do. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of felt like about time. Yeah. It's like, imagine four years. Like, I was with Luba Rockland at the time, yeah. and like they were the first people who ever found me, uh -huh. like, through an article that was written about me in the Daily Bruin, because mm. I went to UCLA. And so they wrote about me going to Top Model and all that. And an agent who was a Bruin read it, read the article, and I said I wanted to act, and yeah. she reached out to me. And so they were sending me out all the time. So that's what I mean. Like, with acting, it always finds me. I never okay. had to look for a rep in that Whoa, respect. Jeez, flex, another flex. Boom, boom. Wait, wait. Very so, lucky. So this is the so this is the timeline, right? Just so for yeah. for me. So you, mm. um, Bali, yeah, America, yes, and then and then you went to college in UCLA. Yeah. So I went to Beverly Hills High School. Yeah. Super illegally. Oh, bro. How? I mean, because you know like, you have to live in the zip code. I was not in the zip code. I okay. was in East LA. Like, yeah. how was that experience though? Like, you're right in. 
I had such a good time in high school. I love people. I love connecting with people. And yeah. I came from going to schools with 300 people to 2000. Oh, wow. So I was like, look at all these options of humans <laughs> I get to like hang out with. And um, I, like I said, I'm an overachiever. So yeah. I, I was in student government and you, uh, what is it? BSU. So like black student union. Wow. So like in ASB, I mean, ASB is student government. Yeah. In student government, we were planning all the events, designing the apparel, yeah. like organizing the sports stuff. And I don't know. So I was like busy, mm. but then I also, I've always been a little bit of a naughty girl. You know, I like to uh -oh. party. So you're and basically, so, you're, you're Reese Witherspoon in election, that movie, or, or, or you're, um, you're Jason <laughs> Schwartzman in, um, Wes Anderson's movie. What's that movie called? Come on. Uh, <laughs> the second movie. Oh, oh. It's not Bottle Rocket. We right. are talking way too much about me. <laughs> no, no, this is pivot back. No, 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 because wait, wait, hold on. All right, we're going to get to me, but wait, so, so. Yes. Beverly Hills High School. Yes. And then from Bear, you went to UCLA. Okay, so that's what I was kind of getting at. Yeah. I, um, I've always been kind of well-rounded. So amongst, yeah, being a little bit of a party girl and, but also student government and then being an AP student, yeah. I was very well-rounded, also extracurriculars. And so I, um, I was always like a low income student and I yeah. worked all through high school at Brandy Melville. At where? Brandy Melville. What is that? It's like a girl's clothing store. So I was like behind the registers. I actually started in their customer service because they were God. like, I kept emailing them like, hey, do you need any new workers? Like, no, we're full. And then I was talking to someone on customer service and I was like, hey, like, do you need any help? Like you, like what you do replying to people? She was like, I actually do. So I would work every day downtown in a warehouse with her and reply to like angry mothers and daughters. How old right at this time? 15. So I would go downtown what every day. What is going day. on? What's happening? Where's your mom? <laughs> Where's the mother? She's letting this happen. No, she's, so you're just like very proactive. You're just like so in it. I didn't live with my mom most of high school. Oh. I moved out like six thickens. months into being at Beverly. What? With a family that I met at school. Okay, so should I not ask about that? Is that too personal? No, I just, I... I uh -huh. it's not personal to me yeah. I just don't know how it makes other people look which I'm not trying to knock anyone it's yeah. just the true story Whoa. I met the Harris family at Beverly and they loved me I became very good friends with Amber the daughter yeah and they were like basically I was in East LA and the neighbor boy got shot and crossed gang fire and I was best Yo. friends with this girl and she was like I went over and her mom was like, no, 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 we can't have that you're such a good kid and you're such a good influence on Amber you should move in with us and they put me they set me up. I went from like never having rides and stuff, being like last, getting picked up and like all kinds of like mess to I have a nanny and like meals and like crazy. And I was like, they like helped me become that honors yeah. AP student. What's their the family then? The Harris family. They're like, um, I think that they own like Harris Jewels. Yeah. So very distinguished New York family, Jewish, like incredible people. Like I owe so much to them and that, I live with them for like a year and a half. That is awesome. What an yeah. amazing story. Isn't I've oh like Fresh gosh. Prince of Bel-Air. Like they really helped me Seriously. like become who I am. That's beautiful. And I was I stressed. Think I smell a pilot or a, or a movie. <laughs> I could be, I could That's be so one funny. of the guys and just. Uh, no, You're so um, funny. Do you write? You know what? I'm, I have, it's, it's tough. It's really, it's the hard, it's one of the hardest things. To I'd do. agree. Um, uh, I'm going to try to do more, but all my stuff, I don't know if you find this, but I'll be writing a script. I, you know, we're all, uh, it's me, you also Brandon behind the cameras. What's up? You're doing a great job. Um, <laughs> I'll write, I'll be writing something and I'll read it to my friend. I'll say, Hey Corey, I got the script. Um, so this kid gets bit by a spider, right? And then he gets these powers and then you'll say, wait, that's Spider-Man. And I'm like, oh, oh, I see him. So, yeah. So I'm having a tendency like to regurgitate things that I like or I've seen so. that's an interesting 
kind of a problem to have. I'd never really thought of it that way, but I'm, yeah. I'm assuming you've seen so many movies. Exactly. You're very well versed. Um, also, what I wanted to say is Udemy has a course for this. Oh, they have yeah. many. I have a bunch in my library because I think one of the things I would like to get into soon is like writing properly because I write every day, but not like screenplay yeah. vibes. And I think you maybe will find something you like on there. Okay. They might have like a tip for this kind of thing. Yeah. Like exercises. Like I'm telling you, there's so much. If you write screenwriting, you're going to find like a whole bunch of stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. All kinds of different ways to learn. Yeah. And different but, kind of professors. But that's, that's been my, you know, and I have some good friends who are also cinephiles and they'll say like, nah, bro, that's Tarantino's film. I'm like, oh, oh you're right. Um, so, uh, you know, um, it's, it's very hard and I, I tend to, I champion writers and I champion anybody, you know, who's telling their story. And, you know, if I get involved with the project, I'm, you know, sensitive to that. But I, cool. I, I understand that it's it's difficult. Yeah, um, that's really interesting. Well, you also have done over 82 projects and you have 20 <laughs> that are upcoming. I was like, what yeah. is he? Do you sleep? You know what? Upcoming. Yeah, I'm trying to take not not a break, but um, trying to, you know, uh you know, um, not do as much. Um, I did a lot of good stuff and I've had the opportunity to do some really great projects and, you know, have the, I'm in a good kind of space where I can say no to some things, but, um, you know, for me, it's, uh, like you, you have multiple crafts you do. And for me, I'm like, um, I, I'm a very much believer and, um, whatever it is you do, if you put in your 10,000 hours, eventually, hopefully you'll start getting good at it. So for me, when I decided to be in front of the camera, some of my actors that I that I admire and love, that was their advice too. And so when I made that choice, when I was a little bit your age, I, I said to myself, I need the hours. So I need to be in front of the camera so I can stretch those muscles and get better at my craft. So when Corianne Roberts calls me and she says, hey, I got your, <laughs> your lead in your film. I'm like, I'm good, you know, like I, you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, so yeah, I've had, I've been fortunate to work in some stuff. And when I met you during COVID, um, that was like one of my busiest years. Oh, I was on like a back to back seven film and seven. And that film was the, the fourth, the, the fourth film. And, um, the next film that I did got mad because, your boy Derek was like, yo, uh, we're going to get your hair and these dreads. So I show up and I'm like, okay, cool. And then he's like, actually, let's shave your head. <gasps> and they shave my head. And I think, um, shout out to the editor, uh, Rhett. But she, I think she saw, she was back there watching me. And she said, she's like, you look so angry when they cut your hair shaved. Because the next project I had to go to was a pickup shot where I have a full head of hair. You know, Did you I wear a wig? This, yeah, they got like so. I had this, Whoa. so I showed up bald, and they're just like, "Okay, we'll 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 figure it out." Wow, <laughs> so, yeah, so hard I'm, to get a wig in your texture, though. Well, it was like a uh, good thing you said that. It was like um, I don't have the, the verbiage for it. It was like it wasn't a, a wig. It was something that a guy sewed into my head. Oh, a like, weave. Yeah, but if some he called it something else. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was like some cool thing and. And, um, Must be some like set thing. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think if you watch the film, you can't really tell the difference unless you're really like looking at it. But cool. Yeah, I just remember they made it work. That was my first day on set. Like I showed up, you guys are working, and I'm in the hair trade going. Yeah, you looked grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I thought that was like your thing. You were like well, method. I mean, that was because you were but, supposed to be grumpy. But, but you know, it helped. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking, damn, Philip's a grumpy guy. <laughs> Sorry, but also like you know, you guys are having fun and yeah. we were can't give too much away. My character, yeah, does he's a grumpy guy. <laughs> so grumpy. But, um, <laughs> That's so yeah. fun. So, Model House wasn't such a like exciting opportunity. You were busy. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm not I'm saying just that. Messing around. Shout out to my manager agent. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. Um, no, no, no. It was just um, um, I don't know where you were when COVID hit, but I was in Chicago shooting a film. We were halfway through that film. We got shut down. I got sent back to Los Angeles, and then um, 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 I think there was like three, four weeks that I was just at home, and then then the filmmakers were like, look, um you know, we're going to just follow the guidelines. Do you want to come do this film? And then, mm. and I think because of that, and people were afraid that they weren't able to make it, they panicked. So I just had like all these back-to-back films after wow, that. Wow, so incredible. People, and they were really cool. They were working around my schedule. And it was, li- but it was tough. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I recommend it, but it was it was literally like, you know, there's Windy Rap. Windy, wow. Windy Rap you Model House. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, on the 15th. And I'm like, can you be here on the 16th? Busy. And then that one, Windy Rap, that one. And then, so... You know. Yeah, and now in 2023, it says online that you have 20 upcoming projects. <laughs> so, what is releasing this year? Well, um, other than Model House, that yeah, we're excited about. I'm very um, proud and honored that I'm in this movie called Fallen Drive. Oh, I re- August 12th. August, August, very good. August 18th and 22nd, close. What? Yeah, August. Um, you need to fi- fix your fi- facts fi- online because I did not get that wrong. No? Okay, mm-hmm. well, it's, it's Someone premiering. Someone said that Someone? Online. Okay, mm-hmm. well, okay. So it's premiering um, Cinequest cool. at the wonderful uh, Cinequest Film Festival. It'll be my third time yeah. um, having a film there. They're awesome. They really champion Cinequest. Cinequest. Yeah. Um, I'm, oh, I thought you had won something there before. Oh, oh, you're talking about a, a different film. And Some other stuff. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell them. <laughs> um, but you're so good. Thanks. She does her, you're good. You do your research. You... He's like, don't do any research on me. I'm like, um, excuse me, sir. That's the fun part. <laughs> the... I'm curious. Yeah, you're yeah, like of course. inquisitive. Well, that's cool. Of course, I want to learn. I want to. I want to come in with a little bit of like cushion. Yeah. So I know what you're up to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Cinequest, very excited. We're gonna have the world premiere of Fallen Drive um, August 18th at Cinequest um, in San Jose at the beautiful california theater that's a 1500 wow. square feet theater shout out cinequest um it'll be my third film there and i'm very excited this will be my first time actually showing up in person the other times i was shooting stuff so okay cool i will be shooting something but i've blocked out of time to show up in person and because this is you're like it's time now yeah and, and cinequest has been awesome and um the first film that um i was there with uh, sunset and the river sticks um COVID happened and you were nominated for Best Actor for that movie. Yeah, yeah, in a different, yes. Yeah, she's good. She's good. Hello. <laughs> good job, Corey. Um, and in the second film, um, The Dinner Parting, which got like super rave reviews, and um, Luke Hackney was telling me about how he loved Cinequest and how we were well received. So, cool. you know, when I heard we got in this year, I got to go. Okay, fun. I'm excited yeah. to hear how it goes. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Shout out everybody. Shout out the directors and some some talented people. Woo! <laughs> so besides Sunset on the River Sticks being nominated for Best Actor, you also won Best Actor for Twenty Nine feature film. Hey! And Best Supporting <laughs> Actor for Thirty Eight Fifty. 
Whoa. And best actor for free pass. Good job. Yeah, Come I'm on. proud of you. So is thank you. Thank you. Um it was nothing. But so would you say that you're like an aspiring Oscar winner or are you more like I want to get into directing or are you trying to own like your own production company? You know all everybody yeah. has their kind of their trajectory. Thing. Um that's really great. Um at the sound of you know, not trying to sound cliche. I'm just trying to be uh, the best at my craft and try to really, I know this sounds like cliche people say all the time. I'm just really trying to do really challenging work now, um, whatever that means. So for instance, that could mean anything. If you're, if, if Corey, tomorrow you star in a romantic comedy and you're doing that for a while, maybe the next film that would be challenging is, uh, you know, an action film. So Yeah, because you've done so many projects. Yeah, so for me now it's like challenging and uh, things where I can... Um, you know, expand, you know, my I skills. Like and so for, for instance, nowadays, if I pick up a script like Fall and Drive and I read it and I go, I'm not sure that I can do this. Mm. Then that means I have to do this. Well, fear is always how you grow, right? Well, yeah. And, and leaning into, you know, new territory. So usually if I'm getting something and it's, it's someone's like, you know, it's very far off from quote unquote what I am. That's the thing that I want to do. And if I, wow. yeah, if I have that little, it's like the little hairs in the back of your head where it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a fear, but mm -hmm. it's the unknown. Like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. So when I read Fallen Drive and the director was talking to me about it, I was like, wow. this is a beast, man. This is, I don't know. Is it like an intense role? Or oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. it kind of like. I don't know. I'm envisioning like schizophrenia. Like I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what's hard for all, an actor like well, you? All I can say, well, because it's all it's all about moments. So okay. um, all I can say, and I won't give too much away, is um, it's about a group of uh, high school friends who come back for a reunion at like someone's house that they they rented, and then you know, some stuff happens. But that's you cool. Know, um, so it's a horror. Not a horror. It's thriller. Thriller. Uh, yeah, I'd say thriller. But it's um, you know, it for me, it's like the, uh, the moments and the beats. So. Whatever you're reading it, and you you know me as the actor, I'm like I don't know if I can get to this moment. Wow! And I don't know, and then this moment leads to this moment, and but you did it. I hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So those are the things that excite me. So to answer your question in a, you know, I don't know, a cliche, not cliche. I'm just looking for challenging work, okay. um, whatever that means to me at the time, um, and trying to make sure that I'm putting in my ten thousand hours and. If, 10 000 yeah if they give awards they give awards but that's not yeah. why i'm really like um you know um i don't know it's it's cheesy I just, it's, I, it's not a cliche answer it's a good answer okay, it's, a about, it's a noble answer but ten thousand hours when that's what they, they say you, that when you do that right you hit that right? that's when you start that's like the spiritual a, number an expert when whatever. did you start dabbling in acting what made you start um Good question. Look at um, it was a teacher who told me that I would be an actor. I actually knew that. I read that. Oh, oh. I was hoping that you would tell Go us ahead. about it. Go ahead. Let me. I just wanted to hear what you were going to say about it. Um, yeah. So, um, um, yeah, I was I was failing all my classes, and um, I was a goof off and didn't couldn't focus, couldn't do anything. And a teacher, Mr. Fox, beautiful Mr. Fox, um, he said, name. He, yeah, he, he, we loved him. He was very mm -hmm. eccentric and. I think he saw something, but he, he just he just told me he's like, hey man, you're you're failing all your classes. Like you, you sit in the back, you goof off, you're a class clown, everyone's laughing. So look, on Mondays I'm gonna put a speech on the board. Okay? Everyone has to memorize it, they gotta recite it in class. Look, I'll give you at least a D plus if you just memorize it and show up to class and say it, and you can get a pass, okay? 
And so we put this stuff on the board, like Shakespeare, blah, blah, blah. And I'd go up there and goof off and everyone laughed. But one day he put something on the board and it's Marlon said, Brando. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, girl. these are the moments I live for yes. when you're like, well, someone cares about me. Oh. And that's what I love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's worth the hours. I mean, uh, looking around. I'm sorry. <laughs> the hours. Of course. <laughs> you're just giving through with them. Yeah. Um, it's like research. It's fun. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So that was, um, a moment, and I don't know. I I read this thing. It's from a movie, famous movie called Marlon Brando. I mean, it's it's called On the Waterfront, starring Marlon Brando. He's got this famous speech about like I'll be a contender, and I don't know. I'm I'm a young guy, and I'm in like you know I think leaving middle school to high school, and I don't know. It just affected me. So That's when I showed up on the Friday, you know, everyone was saying their stuff, and he goes, "Philip, come do your thing," and I don't know. Something happened. I I did it. And I like lost myself for a second and everyone just got quiet. And then he just, everyone was just staring at me. And then he just, he just was nodding his head and he just goes, Brett, take over the class. You come with me. And he took me to this other teacher's classroom and he goes, do what you just did. And I, I did it. Chills. And then, and they're both are like talking. And then they take me to another teacher's classroom and they're like, Hey, we want to show them do what you just did. And I did it. And they're all like talking and I'm like, going on and they're like you're an actor this is your this is your yeah. actor and he was saying like i put this speech up on the board everyone recites it but i think what he said is like no one like lived it and he was like this is your path i don't know if you know this and i was like shut up old guys <laughs> it's <laughs> and, inspiring yeah, but I, I and this is the power and this is why I champion teachers and people who have education he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to take his time to do that. And I think at the time I dismissed it. But when I went home, I had a like a little fire in my brain. And then I started thinking. And they ignited you. Yep. And I just remember, you know, going like, oh, maybe, maybe I could do this. Wait, maybe. And then you went to Juilliard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So was yeah. before acting got in, came into the picture, what did you think you were going to do? Like, what did you want to be when you grew up? Okay. So cheesy ball. She's my answer when I was a really little kid. I thought I was going to be a superhero. I thought, I, was oh, I thought you were going to say a fireman for some reason. <laughs> no, I thought I was going to be like, have an alter ego. and. Oh, you're serious? People. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe, w- but eventually you were like, okay, maybe, I don't like, have powers. Maybe up until like 10 or something. Like nine, and <laughs> maybe 13. Um, um, no, I wanted to be a martial artist. And oh, cool. my hero was Bruce Lee. And oh my God. And then you did the art of self-defense. Exactly. And he was a karate master. Karate master. It's it's so interesting because... um. um the medium in which I saw Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Jet Li is film. So I'm watching these guys and I'm mm. getting my friends together and I'm making these fight scenes, but I'm trying to film it. God is so funny that way. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to be a martial arts, but I, what I'm really doing is I'm acting and I'm kind of directing. So yeah. we were too, I was too poor to have a video camera. My only friend who had one was, um, his name was Cameron and his, <laughs> His grandma had it, and she would never let us take it, so we had to sneak it. Damn. So I would choreograph these fight scenes, but fight scenes don't work unless you have a story. So I would have to like make it up and go, okay, guys, like, look, you come in, and then you're the <laughs> cop, all right? And you, you give him the coke, okay? And then, like, we're <laughs> not the coke. I'm like 12, and we're shooting these things, you know? So that's how kind of... It's fun. Yeah. Um, Filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, my mom... Um, is a big proprietor of um, the arts, and um, she saw that I something I, I had a fire 
light and mm-hmm. um yeah she was very pivotal in helping me um find my way and she was um she she helps teachers at one point she helped teachers do their job better oh cool so that's what, she's like the teacher of teachers yeah and so because she knows that you know if you know you know when you have a good teacher they have the power to help you oh yeah i have you. one too that i might yeah i always it, think of and and same thing so when I got into high school, I was in this video productions class, and I loved it. And I had a situation that my mom always likes to talk about where um, I was making these videos, and the teacher was showing my stuff all the time. And at the time, mm. I could get a pass to like, get you out of class. So I could mm. come to your class and go, I need Corey um, to help me do a video. And the teachers were cool. And they were like, yeah, yeah, I saw your, I saw your little trailer. Oh, wow. So I go to my friend to get him out of class, and the teacher comes out, and she's like, I know who you are. No, no, no. Um, he's doing real work. So, no thank you. All right? And for whatever reason, it stung me. My mom, when I told this to my mom, uh, she said, you know, there's a pl- I'm, like a, I'm like a poster child for art school. She goes, you know, there's a place you can go where that can be the focus. And I'm like, what do you mean, mom? There's a place where I can learn filmmaking and acting? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's called an art school. And you can go, and this could be a focus. Because... What I was relaying to her as a, as a young age, uh, she says, why are you upset? Why are you devastated? And I said, because what I thought I was doing was real work. Mm. It didn't feel like I was just messing around, like it was important to me. Art is yeah. work. Art is hard. I read this quote the other day, and I really want everyone to hear this, especially you. Mm-hmm. It was easier for Hitler to start World War II <laughs> than it was for him to pursue an art career. Yep. <laughs> Let that sink in, ladies and gentlemen. I think about that every day. Isn't that crazy? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So my, my mom my mom put me on the back. That's a great quote, by the way. Isn't it? it, it you know. It's true as hell. Everybody knows that, yeah, too. It's not I like know. I just made that <laughs> Just could you imagine? Yeah, nobody's hard. It's fucking. I kill everybody. No, yeah, the ups and downs, the lulls, the like self-deprecating of it, like the never feeling good enough, the art never being finished, like painting, for example, is so hard, making music so yeah. every beat you add every color you add it changes everything yeah. that makes me crazy i write a lot yeah like you like your videos they were showing at school mm. my essays were getting shown oh nice. like uh, like writing is how i got my scholarships to ucla okay so you got a scholarship to ucla yeah full writing? scholarship that's why i chose ucla i got scholarships everywhere oh dear. but ucla was a full scholarship and i wanted to stay in la because i was like modeling as well yeah. at the time and it was like my essay that really like pushed me through through all these schools wow. yeah so you had kind of like your pick of yeah no i my friends have this my high school friends have this ongoing joke that like every day because snapchat was a big thing at the time <laughs> i was like posting my story like my acceptance <laughs> letters ever to say what was going on for us today and what's really funny is when i was gonna apply uh, one of the counselors who wasn't my real counselor but just i just remember that she was like um you shouldn't really apply to any of these big schools or expensive schools because you don't have the income and you don't really have the grades. And I thought I had, I had worked so hard all through high school amongst working every day at Brandy Melvin, all this stuff. And she was like, you shouldn't apply. You're going to waste your time in the application fees. So I applied for application waivers because yeah. that was low income. So Good. I could do that. Yeah, me too. And then I applied for 14 schools and I got into every single one Shh. with full scholarships. And so I had my wow. pick. Okay. You All know, right. I was like, mm. and they were begging me to come. I would get calls like, hey, like we can throw it in like free dorms if you, and I was like, why are they like <laughs> poaching me? Yeah. Um. So I don't really know. I think I was a well, this is also 2015 yeah. and things have changed. And I think I was like this 
well-rounded diversity student too coming from bali yeah. black white mm-hmm. that kind of thing mm-hmm. um so they were like please come <laughs> and yeah i just got lucky that way but so you I'm, were a prospect a prospect thanks <laughs> i love that call me that <laughs> wow (laughs) um but so So. i but basically i brought that up because art yeah is tough it messes with you in a different way than math does for example and it's it's interesting and there's a whole um you guys uh ethan hawk has this great talk about it on on um on youtube about can you quantify the price of art like you know can you quantify it can you put a price on it when you were going through a breakup and there's a poem like what it did like how you know can you quantify the price but yeah it's 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 a tough you love poetry huh i mean i i've <laughs> i've learned to appreciate it and <laughs> i read that you love it <laughs> he's trying to play coy he's like i'm tough <laughs> no I like bro. action movies <laughs> action movies uh, i lift weights <laughs> no poetry no no uh, you know it's poetry's you know there's some beautiful stuff um, um i think just like you um there are people who didn't even know me and they told me not even to try they said, what school are you going to? And I said, um, a teacher told me about Juilliard, and they would just cut me off and go, I don't know who you are, kid. Don't know if you're, if you're good at what you do, but they only take the cream of the crop, so don't try to go in, and it's too hard. I've, I'm pretty sure the Juilliard acceptance rate is like 9%. Something really, really low. Yeah, when I, when I was there, it was like uh, 1%. One? Yeah, so it changes every year. Like, it's like, That's it's like that, and then Yale School of Drama. So I think the year... Um, when I was a junior, it was two percent, and then the next year it became like a one percent, and then now it might be wow. different. But it was like it's like that one, the Yale School of Drama, RADA. Um, and I think I applied, I applied to Juilliard and um, another school. But the the problem with me is when I was in my art school, Cornell School of the Arts, is where mm-hmm. I ended up going to high school. Um, and um, they were very lenient with me and let me, you know, I wasn't a very good student. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's interesting. You said you moved when you were 15 and stuff. 14, 14 to LA? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I found out, um, a very arrogant kid, and a lot of self-work, but when I found out that I was going to be an actor, I'd show up to high school, I ain't doing no math, I ain't doing English, forget it, what am I going to use it for? No. And they'd be like, mm-hmm. you didn't finish your paper. And I'm like, so? What am I going <laughs> to And I would, you know, get into these arguments, and that's, you know, um, you know what I went in with at Juilliard. But, um, yeah, people just kind of just wrote me off and said it's, it's 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 not possible for you to get in. One percent's crazy. I don't know a single person who's gone there besides you. I mean, uh, you know, you probably do. You probably do. I mean, maybe in passing, no. But like seriously, I, it, I didn't realize it was like so coveted. That's that's incredible. That's an accomplishment. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was just um, at the time I was the, um, the first person on my mom's side and my dad's side to go to college. It, it's not that way anymore. Wow, same actually. Uh, yeah, so for my mom, it was a big deal, but. I didn't. I didn't graduate, so I didn't either. Hey, hey, you're just some- joining us. College is great, but kids, listen, you got a brighter future. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yes, I had scholarships, but your yeah. girl moved out at 16, and she's been sinking and swimming a long time, and no one was paying for my food and things. Yeah, my school was paid for, but I had to eat and and live and breathe and maybe work out occasionally. Yeah. So I I was missing all my castings, all my jobs, blah blah, because I was in lectures yeah. and. I stopped even going to class and I would just cram for the test. And I was like, wait, what am I doing here? Yeah. I was like, I'm not even learning anything. No knock to you. So I'm very grateful for the 
scholarships yeah. and the time I spent there, but I just realized for the things that I wanted to accomplish, I need to be out in the real world. Yeah. And then I went and did top model. I went right. and spent months in New York, Milan, Paris, yeah. uh, Beijing, and mm. I had all these modeling contracts and I learned from the world. And when I was in um, Paris, I started doing online school so that I could continue my degree. And then I did Good. graphic design online yeah. another year of it. Little did I know I was going to become a photographer. Yeah. So there were all these decisions that I was making that I didn't really understand or know how to explain, Ooh. but they made sense. <laughs> and I didn't, I still haven't finished. I have two years under my belt. <laughs> it's okay. I have a lot of school loans. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, so the show today is brought to you by UCLA and Juilliard. Make sure you get your applications in the 2024 <laughs> season. I'm just kidding. I'm like, someone paid for <laughs> well, these damn yeah, loans. Yeah. So yeah, Ooh, yeah. I was on a scholarship to Juilliard and yeah. I, um, I didn't finish. Um, during my second year, I I met a, an actor who's a a very well known actor. We I don't think we can say his name anymore, but um, what? and I saw him. He, he was me, dude. He was, yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling. And then, um, yeah, and I, I met him, and um, I said, hey, you, you spoke at the school, and he was like, yeah, Mr. Botello. Do you? I mean, I'm doing an impression. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop. People are gonna know who it is. But um, yeah, I was like, hey, I'm I'm I'm. I'm a student. I'm, I'm going to be going to my third year, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? And he was just like, well, Mr. Potello, do you want to be an actor? Or do you want to be a student? And I was like, okay. Okay. That was deep. Yeah. So, cause, <laughs> cause technically you don't need a degree for what I do. And, um, you know, you, you, you I, I think you need training. I think you need to train and you need to be taught or, you know, but, um, you know, a lot of people learn on the job, but yeah, but I was, starting to itch and i feel like what school would teach you and forgive me because i didn't experience it but a theory and things about directors and filmmaking and kind of different types of cinema that would be useful in the real world like i feel like i don't know much about filmmaking and cinematography and kind of like yeah. you know if you want to talk to me about film noir i would be so interested and i would want to learn but yeah. i don't have much to contribute because i just don't know yeah or like everyone seems to know everything about every director and their style like like I said, I'm a sponge. Teach me, yeah. but I don't know. Got it. So that's where uh, theater school probably was very useful. Yeah, it was useful. Um, I, I will say that it, um, which was very disappointing to me. Again, the reason I went to Juilliard is, um, <laughs> oh man, um, there was an actor at the time that was, um, he he's still considered one of our best American actors now. Um, people don't really talk about him because uh, some bad stuff happened, but um, his work. Uh, I just had to find out where he went to school. So I looked it up oh, and I went. He's he your went favorite. There. He was one of my favorites. And then another famous actor, uh, Robin Williams. And I was like, oh, he went there. And I started doing research. And I'm like, okay, so these guys went to this school. And um, that's that's uh, one of the reasons. But I will say, um, again, um, I was introduced to this passion through film. And when I got there, um, no knock on the school. It was very nice. But they were really focused on the stage, which is great, and you learn a lot of trainings. Um, I think I had one teacher, and they, you know, Juilliard has amazing teachers, and you know, some not so great teachers, just like any program. But I think I asked a a question to one of the the, the teachers, like, "He's just gonna help me on film," and he was like, "I don't know anything about film acting or movies or anything. I just know what's here to get you to be a better actor. That's it." Which was great, and I understood that. But I think after being there i was like i i really want to get in front of the camera that's, but that makes sense i feel like things could be potentially different now it could be yeah i mean i, yeah. I think uh, i don't quote me I, I when i was familiar there um 
it was uh, it was a four year program, and sometimes they have the two year program. Um, when I w- went, they didn't have a two year program. I would have just much liked to do the two year program. Yeah. Um, they had a four year program, which is a little long for me. Um, but I think they have like a film class at the fourth year. Got gotcha. you. That's like way too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. you're like I'm like old now, but, but I mean, um, you know, I have some classmates who are doing really well, and they're A-list celebrities now, and okay, and they're doing great. And um, well, that being said, would you have done anything different, differently so far in your career? Oh, um, that's uh, that's that's a great question. Would I have done anything different in my career? I mean, you always say stuff. I, I'm not sure I would have went. To, to Juilliard, maybe not. I mean, I think it was more like uh, when I was a young, uh, when I was a younger person, um, I was pretty arrogant, and um, I needed to maybe prove things. And I'm not. I th- I think I wanted to go there, and I think I wanted it, but it made it more appealing that everyone said that it was impossible. Mm. And that's kind of something that I had to work on later. Like, how do you get Philip Andre to do something? Just tell him that he can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like this yeah. will never happen I'm like well then i you know so it's, it's interesting though because acting requires so much discipline and mm-hmm. you seem to have lacked that in a, in some respect yeah so i think you kind of mastered what you were trying to fix in yourself because like with acting you literally have to be so disciplined yeah the scheduling the learning the lines like being on someone else's time like i for a fact even though it was three years ago I remember you being on set and being so prompt, like such a teacher's pet. <laughs> <laughs> like you were like so professional, like always waiting, oh, well, always on. They're like, you. Philip, you're like up, like definitely like <laughs> you kind of got, you whipped yourself into shape. Oh, what I'm well, saying. oh, well, thank you. Um, well, thank you all. Well, thank you. I appreciate the compliment, mm-hmm. Corey. You don't know how I, you just don't know how sometimes people come off and I, I, you know, I have, I've had, you know, I think at the time um, when I was in Oklahoma, I would come back to set and talk to my, uh, my partner and, they'd say like how's it going and I'm like I mean I'm you know I'm playing this character and I don't I don't I'm not a method actor but I think sometimes it just goes that way it's like, easier to kind of stay in there no it is it is and it just it's it always different from role to role um I, I've been on sets where people tell me like no you you stay in it I don't think I consciously do that but you were definitely in it yeah so and that's you know yeah. so and I try not to no no but in a good way we yeah. also knew yeah. You know, and you were like quiet and you would like kind of only speak when spoken to. And then there were moments like where you and I were kind of like doing our own thing. Yeah. And you would be so professional. But then, you know, you knew when to like laugh at my joke. It's not like you were like weird because <laughs> no, because I did another movie <laughs> where I was. Yeah, I was. Oh, laugh now. <laughs> I was in an intimate setting and I was trying to make this guy like laugh and be comfortable. And he was like so method and he just kept staring at me like this. And I was like. Oh, man. I know. Like, yeah. my tits are out. Can you chill? <laughs> and, like, Yay. He wouldn't chill. The <laughs> it's true. Tell us about that. Pro- no. Um, um, but yeah, you know, you know, because you don't know how you come off. And the reason, you know, like yeah. just what you said, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. And, you know, I, I try not, you know, I just. So. You had a good balance. Yeah. So sometimes mm-hmm. you got to, you know, be by, not by yourself, but all that stuff you're saying, I learned on the job and I learned from other actors. And Amazing. I learned from really, you know, I got opportunity to work with some really good and i just watched what they did and that brings me to my next question actually perfectly i read that you said some advice you would give to young actors is to not compare yourself to your peers and stay in your own lane yeah do you have a lane how would you categorize your lane <laughs> whoa i mean i'm like what's the lane really what's the lane um that's a good question well um so 
Corey and Robert, you're carving out your own path. I'm a lane swerver. But 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 that's 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 your yeah. lane. No, for so sure. You're carving it out, and it would be unwise if um, I had another young actress, and I'd say do exactly what she did. I would Ooh. say follow, but try not to compare what she's doing to you because you're always going to get let down. And it's easier, you know, if you just keep on your path and your road and these things that you quote unquote want or trying to accomplish, they're going to happen in their own time. But if you're trying to compare yourself to say Brandon, you, it's going to be tough when, you know, he calls you up and he's like, yo, I just got in that new Denzel Washington movie. And you're going to be like, okay, Brandon, uh, I'll call you back. Son of a, <laughs> you know, so, mm. and it's hard, it's hard to do that. And mm. other actors talk about how, um, I think the term is leapfrogging. So we talk about whoever the fam most famous actor is right now, Brad Pitt. We're sitting here on the couch, and wherever you think you are in your career is wherever you are. But in three days from now, you can be on set opposite him. It's true. So this this happens in this business a lot where one day somebody is here, and next they just leapfrog to the next that's why you really got to be cool with everybody and Damn. you got to be nice. Yeah, because they hit me deep. <laughs> yo, I mean, that's why. So yeah. you have to just be patient, keep doing your work. Mm -hmm. And when the time comes, when they go, hey, we want, to, we want you to read opposite Brad Pitt, you can say, yeah, I've been working the whole time. I literally did that. I had the scene with him. Whoa. And then my, but my scenes were cut. That's the same tits out movie, but a different oh. scene. <laughs> Oh, yeah. wow, okay. But so. the, the my scenes were cut, but I, yeah, I went from Model House to Babylon. So you were, and which was an awesome, awesome movie. So. Such an and amazing I, I time. You, you, you telling me that. Yeah, so I got to work with Damien Chazelle for two days, and, and my first that? scene, like, Damien was so fun and, like, casual. Yeah. I'd never been on such a big set, obviously, like, yeah. thousand extras, like, you know, a yeah. couple hundred million dollar movie or something. And, yeah, I... They called me and they were like, hey, we have some schedule changes. We're actually going to have you two days. Mm -hmm. And I thought that the sex scene was going to be rougher or I shouldn't use that word. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more difficult than the the flirting with Brad scene yeah. kind of thing. Uh, but I don't know the flirting with Brad because Damien gave me so much personal attention. And like there were things in the audition that we did that I didn't kind of prepare for. Yeah. The opposite. Of, I meant on set. We did things that I didn't prepare for in the audition. Yeah. And I didn't expect and like little moments like he'd be like, okay, so I want you to stand by the bar and then look up, notice Brad noticing you, then clutch, yeah. clutch your chest and then and look down and then eyes wide and then smile and then walk over real fast. And he'd be like, okay, great. We're going to do it again. But now don't smile. Okay, great. We're going to do it again. Yeah. Don't touch your chest. And like yeah. really minute, small yeah. little changes. Mm -hmm. And mind you, Brad Pitt sitting over there, Diego Calva, um, Gene yeah, Smart, yeah, Lucas yeah. Haas. Everyone's looking at me. There's like 30 extras like smoking, dancing, like yeah. loud music a huge production and i'm just like all all everyone's like time is on me yep and brad pitt needed me and his eyeline for all his like hand things blah blah and he was like can you just have her stand in my eyeline i'm like okay i'm like standing <laughs> there on this little tape for like 40 minutes i'm like i'm like should i be like sexy or should i be like cute or should i like not look at him i was like standing there like in my little tiny dress like Okay, oh trying not to nips yeah. out. And then <laughs> now it was like a whole thing. That was a lot of pressure and it was kind of crazier than the actual sex scene with Diego Cava. Got it. But which was different. Okay, so, so, uh, Damon, can we get the cut? Come on, come on, man. I have the cut. You, come I on. I can show it to you. You got to start with that. <laughs> I have it. I, I'll be really honest with you. I feel very blessed that my 
scenes were cut from the movie because there was a lot of nudity in Babylon, but it was fast. Like Babylon had some directorial feats. Those long shots and things and all those people, they were really magnificent. Yeah, and you can tell he really loved cinema. Oh, it was was gorgeous. Also, I read the whole script, so I saw it before I saw it. And it was so well written. It was so funny. It was beautiful. And I think that he got kind of uh, gypped in his edit because there was a lot of things I think missing and yeah. that must hurt really bad to yeah. work that hard and I loved it still. Okay. Very grateful to have been a part of it and worked with him and I loved him and his wife and everyone. But um, but you got your scenes. So I got them, but like I said, there was a lot of nudity, so to yeah. speak, but mine, it was just me and Diego and it was very, it looked quite graphic. Like uh, my top, my dress is down, his shirt's off and I'm like straddling him at the like yeah. base of a staircase. Oh wow! And it comes down from the top and it comes down low and it gets really close to us, but they're spraying you with water to make you sweaty. Yeah. And like when you're on camera, it has to be like big movements. Yeah. <laughs> and so it looks like I'm like really going for it <laughs> and boobs are out, we're like sweaty. And I was just like, and my hands like on his chest and like, it's like camera gets really close to me. So I had to be in yeah. it. And I don't know, I don't think I would have, I think I would have been really uncomfortable with everyone seeing me in that light. And I know that happens as an actress, but Mm -hmm. like when I watched it, I was like, oh, I can't even really show it to people. It makes me uncomfortable. Wow, It's graphic. And the sweat does not do it. (laughs) It's just like, oh my God. And so I'm very grateful that I got to work with Damien. Yeah. And I got to have that experience on Babylon. But actually, thank you for cutting them. Wow. (laughs) Because now I get to have a different mark yeah in hollywood so to speak maybe everyone would i don't know if anyone would have really cared but i would have cared well i mean but you know to to go back to that to that point like you went for model house yeah that's why when you said that i was sitting here like (laughs) leapfrog that's why you gotta be you you never know you know so you know so yeah you just you know yeah and you kind of just gotta be ready for everything to be fair though like the universe will never bring you anything you're not ready for Mm. so even when you feel that fear feeling like you get fallen drive or anything like you're ready. It's supposed to be a little scary. Yeah. You know, so it was scary. Um, and I definitely rose to the occasion. That's awesome. Congratulations. I'll show you the footage. I remember, I think you, at the time you were like, I have an audition for this or like, I'm, you know, so that's awesome, Corey. Thank you. So cool. See right there. So you never know. Yeah. So that's what I saying. So like, you know, you're, you're, you're doing your work, you're hitting your feet. Just when I say stay in your own lane, like just don't try to, uh, compare you with other people. It's always good to be inspired, but it's it's a lot of heartbreak if you're yeah trying to you know say well so and so has done this and I haven't because you just don't know and everyone's career is their career and whatever's gonna be yours will always be yours. Yeah. You can't really force it, and that's what I learned, especially with the arts. Keep doing your thing, keep creating, but you can't really chase it. You just got to put in the effort and the work, but you have to really enjoy it. Once it starts feeling, it's just like, why are you doing it? You know? Yeah. There's a famous dance um, choreographer and teacher. Her name is Martha Graham. She, there's a whole dance style, the Martha Graham technique, but she even went further and said, it's not even your job to judge it. Your job is just to do the art, the world, and they're going to judge it. Your job is just to create it. She, She even's like, how you feel about it? It's not really important at a certain point. You just make it, put it out. What they do with it is what they do with it. They might say you're a genius or you're a hacker, but you just keep going. That's great advice. Yep. It's funny, too, because a lot of people say that you should create art for other people or create for your audience. Mm -hmm. But I kind of like, I always feel like I create it for myself. Yeah. (laughs) So that was 
I don't know, kind of like both in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you, you know, you, you know, you're creative. That when I was at um, that program, that really spoke to me because, you know, as an actor or an artist, whatever, you can get caught up in that, um, like, I don't want to say wanting to please, but you know, what do I think about this? But the best response I've gotten thus far is when I'm just focused on the work. They're, you know, they're going to say what they're going to say anyways. So there's no point in me getting into that battle, you know? Do you so. ever create your own content, like shorts, features? Yeah, I am. Um, um, uh, I helped um, produce a film, which was the, the hardest thing, one of the hardest things I had to do. Um, my, uh, I have a partner. Her name is Valeria Sweet, who is like, my acting um, filmmaking partner. So she wrote the script and she directed it and I produced it and uh, it was tough. Um, you know, it reinforced some of the ideas about how I like to be on set as a professional. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was very tough. It's called Once in a Blue Moon oh. and it's being edited and, um, you know, she, she wrote it and directed it. It was a lot of, tough things and it's tough to collaborate and when you're working with people in passion and um you know artists you have to talk to them in a certain way and you want to be talked to in a certain way because you know um what I always advocate for me what I which I learned early on because I was very maybe you hear this precious about the work I don't know if you've ever heard that like Mm -hmm. I was precious about everything that I did and I it just you just end up getting into fights all the time Damn. Um, and I only learned to to dissipate that not be that way when I worked with other professionals like you work with Brad Pitt and Dago like these guys and I watch them and go oh okay well they're they're not so precious about it because mm. they're a little more seasoned right so fair. they don't you know they don't get all um but her <laughs> yeah and their feelings if something you have a certain way about it or you think it should veer off but that takes time to cultivate and Mm -hmm. some people are better at it than others but that's a thing that that i had to learn because man i was not on this set but when i was um a younger person i would anytime i would be fighting about no you're wrong blah 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 and yeah learn that there is no right or wrong there's just different choices and damn so between jobs how do you kind of stay in like your actor mentality do you have any like I don't know, do you take class at all or do you have like a spiritual practice? Do you like look at people in a certain way and kind of keep your mind like focused on like, I'm an actor? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. Um, That is a great question. So uh, the hardest thing for me, and I think, well, I won't, I'll just say me, but starting out, it was tough. So uh, not a lot of jobs. Um, I'm in a different place now where um, I'm working a lot. Um, So what I do in between jobs is I really, 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 really try to rest up. Okay, I like that answer. It's tough because... Sleep is important. Sleep's important. People, um, like, don't give sleep enough credit. Sleep yeah. more. I try to rest up, try to mm-hmm. um, keep my uh, my physical body in shape. Um, but um, it can be hard to turn off the brain and... Also, separate yourself from the characters. I'm so sensitive and overly empathetic. And, like, my teacher likes to give me these, like, heart-wrenching romantic scenes. And I leave class sometimes, like... <gasps> Yeah. I can't breathe. Yeah. So you get what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You, if you're sharing your life with somebody else or friends, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that this is something that you get to, as the actor, have to uh, work with, like, 
how much downtime do you need mm. um, to let that dissipate? Are you still walking around in the character? And totally. me thinking that I'm a savant. I was like, nah, I just let it go. But people were like, nah, dog, you're talking like you're from the 1950s. You're oh still in character. God, like, what so do you mean, chief? What are you talking about? <laughs> I dropped the character three hours ago. They're like, dude, you're. <laughs> what do you mean, chief? It's so, crazy. Um, so, you know, <laughs> and you only hear that from people who are, you know, you're trusted close, you. close and they can be a reflection. And they're like, you know, and you come in the house or whatever. They're like, I don't know. who. This <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> That's so funny to hear that. Wait, so have you ever had another job, like a survival job, or has acting always just been like the breadwinner? Well, n- now it is, and um, for a couple years now, which I'm very uh, thankful, but I had mm. a lot of odd jobs like most people. Um, n- not a great waiter. Um, <laughs> uh, had a lot of like, I, I, I found something that worked for me, and it was like the graveyard shift, because one, no one would see me, and two, nobody wanted to do that. Wait, what's that mean? Like, like at a restaurant? No, like um, overnight jobs. Oh. So they'd start at 10. Cool. All the way to six or seven. Wow. And it was tough because afterwards you'd have to go to auditions. Yeah. But the benefit of that is I was so tired, I wouldn't try in the room. And they'd go, oh, he's so relaxed. He's so good. Because I'd just cool. be like, let's get over it. But um, Also because you're brown, nobody can tell you're tired. <laughs> you're just like cute. Like me, if I don't sleep, you, you can see you can it. You can see it. <laughs> yeah, they're like... Someone sent her home. Someone her home. Well, that's the character. But um, yeah, I, I, I just did like hotel jobs and Boom. overnight stuff. And then, um, you know, it, uh, you know, it's tough, too, because you, everything you're telling me, everything that you do, you do 150%. Yes, it's exhausting. And that can also be, I want to word this right, it can also be a detriment to your art if you have a goal. So, for instance... I would work a job that was unrelated to my craft and I would do it well. And then the higher ups would start saying, you should do this full time Mm -hmm. and we'll pay you money to do this. And this should be your thing. And you, that's an easy way to go. Yeah, I should do that. And this is an easy thing. And a lot of people I know who aren't acting anymore, they took that route. So it's a hard decision to say like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, no, I can't. <laughs> I, I know that sounds weird, but it's hard to say no to stability too. When you're like for years and years, you've been yeah. like, eh, like yeah. killing everything you eat. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, and that's a great, you know. So, mm-hmm. so um, I had to learn to um, do things that were that just get cash in my pocket, and you know, not too visible because because then I'm also like breaking relationships. And for me, I'd always I just feel bad about getting jobs when I know that I'm an actor. And um, I remember letting people down. Yeah, and like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a manager here. Look, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you this really, really quick. I, I, uh, I was watching some 2020 uh, show, and I was like, I need a job before I come back out to LA. I was in New York, and um, I had this really expensive Dolce Gabbana suit, and um, there was a, uh, an ad for hotel manager accountant. I don't know anything about it, but I just put on the suit, so I'm in there looking fly, <laughs> and everyone else is in there like super qualified. And I'm just like, I'm going to get this job. And <laughs> I went in and I just, I just was like really cool, really personable. And they offered me the job. And I did the job <laughs> for about a month. <laughs> and every night. They'd, hey, so we got, this, we got these spreadsheets for you. And uh, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, the spreadsheets. <laughs> no, nah, just leave, leave them on my desk. I'll, I'll get to them. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> so, you were playing a character. 
you're dirty that's hilarious that's a really funny screenplay but i but i remember like into the actor mind think about it really let it sink in because i want to ask you about it later because you know i was just like how how far can i take this like do i really need to damn it that's like catch you catch me like you catch me if you can yeah damn like yeah like do i really need to you know so i was good at interviews and jobs probably because of an actor um but not qualified so and plus you know like you said i let people down if i got really into a job too much and they're like why don't you be a manager why don't Mm. you and you're like no i gotta you're like i didn't even do the spreadsheet (laughs) (laughs) they were starting to get wise after a couple days you didn't do it yet and i was like Nah, man. Where, where are the spreadsheets? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the word spreadsheet makes me uncomfortable. I <laughs> Can I buy you lunch though? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So that's a true story. I won't name the hotel. It was a big. Oh, hotel it was a hotel. It was a hotel in New York. A big chain. I was the overnight guy. Oh, accountant. Oh, it was bad. But yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. Yeah, you're a skilled guy. I saw in an interview. Well, no, I saw on a gag reel you were doing like a British accent, and then I saw you on the red carpet speak a little Spanish, and then I read that you like really bombed your first TV audition by pantomiming because you were so used to theater. Whoa, how did you? So, how did you? I read, I read. Glory. And so, what I'm gonna ask you is you have a lot of skills. (laughs) What is like your best? specialty acting skill like what's at the top of your casting profile like, are you like a skier top of, i don't know if it's top of the list okay special skills my manager would say to you know I, I i do know martial arts and i was um proficient as a kid like black belt and i could do a lot of flips and stuff um i would say that i i do stunts and i have done them for films but um i i really respect the stuntmen so i want to let them do that mm-hmm. and i don't want to you know so I'm gonna say uh, martial arts, like that's something that that I actually studied and know how to do, and I can pick up choreography. And you got to use them in that amazing film, Art (laughs) of Self Defense. Watch it; it's a great film. Thank you, Art of Self Defense. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Um, What about you? Special skills, top of the list. Oh. I know you have so many. I'm pretty amazing at reformer Pilates. Does that count? Everyone's like, that's not. No, that's cool. <laughs> that's like my only skill. I don't know. I take photos. You know, but no, that's good. So photos, uh, videography, directing. Ah, fun. I, I write. I don't know. Those aren't really the same. I guess reformer Pilates is all I got for y'all. Maybe <laughs> I can pogo. Pogo. <laughs> well, I, I didn't. I didn't ask too much questions. I didn't ask a lot about it. But you directed your first film. It's yeah. A short film. Yeah, I had this idea in my head, and then randomly a young actress sent me a DM and was like, I really like your work. Would you want to direct something for me? And I was like, I don't do that, but I have this idea and I really want to make it. Same week, this all happened. I was like, can I make the treatment right now and send it to you? Made the treatment, send it to her the next day. And she's like, I love it. I was leaving to Bali to visit my dad yeah. like that next week, Monday. So we made it on Sunday of that week. And I made it with a, a DP that I uh, had worked with before that I loved. Like he had done BTS for me, but yeah. I was like, can you DP? He was like, yeah. yeah. I had a makeup artist because we had like all this crying stuff. Right. And then the actress. And like I said, we just made it on Hollywood Boulevard, like guerrilla style in three hours. And I just did everything start to finish. I spent like only like $400 on it. Whoa. Yeah. I, I just like, I had yeah. this idea and I just made it. That's awesome. The editing is what took the longest because I had to learn how to edit. And you learned it on. Damn me. And so you did that all yourself. That's awesome. Thank That's, you. Uh, how yeah. did you find that experience for you? Like, what, the editing or the whole thing? The whole thing, like directing it. 
Yeah, so I got such a crazy high off the directing. I had my actress wearing ear earpods the whole time. And I did that symbolically for like our generation, how we're always kind of like yeah. escaping. Um, and But I also did that because I was directing her from across the street. I couldn't be in the shot. I couldn't be like, do this, do this. Yeah. So I was in her ear cool. writing her suicide note for her because I needed her bawling through yeah. most of it. And she was like, she was trying, but this is a little bit hard. There's so many external yeah. distractions on Hollywood Boulevard. Everyone kept trying to talk to us. Yeah. There's all these like neon lights, which were amazing for my shot because yeah. that's what I wanted, like kind of to use the natural neon lights to light the scenes. Um, but... Yeah, there were all these like fun things that I just kind of figured out and I planned for. I planned for most of it and that was amazing, but then there were things on the spot. Yeah. And I will say I didn't account for B-roll because we didn't have any time. Yeah. So when, when you see the film, yeah. when you see B-roll, no, I had to really pull <laughs> those out of my bum with crops and like, I was like making, I was like, damn, there are no cuts. Yeah. There are no second angles and stuff because we were so pressed for time. Yeah. My DP didn't tell me he had a soccer match. Oh. So I was like trying to get this man. Sorry, but like I really could have known, yeah. use, use that information. <laughs> uh, but everything worked out so well with the lighting, with the sunset and like all these kinds of things. And it was so fun. I got such a high from it. I think I'm a control freak too. So I like doing like everything. It, yeah. yeah. So do you like, and this is my next question. Are you, you going to do a feature now? No, not anytime soon. I'll be really honest with you. The yeah. reason I really push that out too is because I really want to direct music videos. Yeah. I think that perhaps, you know, the trajectory of my career, yeah. if it becomes a career, while it becomes a career, no. yeah. if no. it becomes a career, I would eventually love to get to a feature point. But yeah. like right now, like what I'm really interested in is music videos. I like kind of like the visual aspect more than the narrative mm -hmm. aspect. And it's fun, and I have artists ask me all the time, like, hey, would you want to make something for me? So I wanted to have something under my belt to show, yeah. get some experience, and now I'm like, okay, I did this with no budget, no team. Like, give me a little something, let's have some fun. That's awesome. A lot of great directors started off um, music video directors. Yeah. Um, doing a lot of great work, you know. A and I've been making some treatments and stuff for people, and there's still uh, meaning and symbolism and, like, a somewhat of a narrative, you know. Yeah. But... It's not all like big booty hoes, you know, but like I could Dang. do, I could have some fun. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be really exciting. That's so cool. Well, when your short is done, I would like to check it out. What's the name of it? City of Dreamers. Oh, nice. It's out already. Is it? Oh, I knew that. It's okay. I know that. Peep my page, you'll see it. I made oh, a fun think, yeah, poster no, for it. Yeah, no, I know it. you made it really cool. Like yeah, yeah. And if you click the link in my bio, it'll take you to like the big, uh, the YouTube version, so you don't have yeah. to watch it on Instagram. But it's fun. It's like a four-minute little thing. Like I said, it's just the beginning. That's awesome. We'll make, we'll have more fun. That's so cool. Yeah. But I got two more questions for you, and then we're going to rapid fire it up. Rapid fire. Yeah. <laughs> so you're an intense person like me. You think so? Yeah. Okay, thank you. And what I well, mean by intense is we're very passionate. Yeah, yes. yes with I everything I, we do. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to chill out. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but it's a good thing. It's a rare quality. We vibrate very high, and it yeah. it, it, it it inspires people i think passion Maybe. can be a little bit rare i'd hope it does yeah yeah i think um yeah uh <laughs> i think people don't care about anything anymore people don't like put effort into things yeah there's there's definitely an, an apathy in the world that is um you know very apparent um which is which is sad um there are there are some passionate people i think um which i had to learn the hard way Corey and roberts is um uh which i'm implementing is like uh my craft my art is different from my life so i can be an intense artist and maybe intense with my craft but it doesn't really work so well if i'm like you know 
with my girlfriend or try to be with my family. So really separate that. Um, you know, what you get rewarded for when they say action doesn't work in real life, right? So mm -hmm. like as you're learning an acting class, they want you to be open, right? So in the scene, you react naturally and you the impulse, whatever that is, and you get that. But that doesn't work in the real life. If I do that, then you, you break relationships or... That's so fair. So kind of like in the real world, you have to think before you act. Yeah. And in acting, like you're not supposed to really do that. Yeah, you're supposed, supposed to be open. Impulsive. You're supposed to, you know, whatever that's happens. Fair. And, you, you know, um, you know, but um, so, 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 so no, I think, I think, I think, yeah, passionate. Um, yeah, I, I know you're passionate. I, I you know, so, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I, I think, uh, yeah, I've been described as before intense, but I think I'm not trying <laughs> yeah. to. Okay, you don't want to be intense. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, no, it's a good thing. I was, it wasn't a, it wasn't an insult, you know. No, I know, but you know how it's like, and I had to really learn, you know, from people like you and people like me and, you know, uh, everything, uh, you know, it's going back to acting, but like when you're working on set and if you're working with an actor who is like, really intense he's not really like seeing you or there that doesn't really make you comfortable and so what i meant by intense is yeah. that we're just like full force people oh yeah yeah, kind of what like you said about the 150 yeah, percent yeah that's what i meant yeah and i was just it was a mm. preamble <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no i'm saying jeez you're getting me crazy people <laughs> no it's okay psycho um, philip no i'm just kidding no wait no. do you have a girlfriend whoa we're getting to the real um i i think if you ask her she'll say yes Oh my god! You're like I'm not sure. Um, uh, I thought you had a fiance. Whoa. Did I make that up? Um, no, 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 no. Uh, do I have a girlfriend? Oh man, this is gonna this is gonna bite me in the butt. Um, we we don't actually have. We can like. Well, well no, no. Um, uh, I am interested in, in somebody, and I think they're interested in me. Oh, so it's new. <laughs> no. Um, kind of. And kind of well, there's there's this funny there's this funny meme where um, I'm a Sagittarius, and the meme was like, um, "Slow down, I don't know you. I've only known you for like four years, because oh, oh it God. takes a while. It takes a while." So we got a commitment, phobe. <laughs> no, it's I'm not, an Aquarius. I'm not airy weirdo. No, it's like, not commitment. It's just yeah, you know, um, you know, you're you're meeting people, and you know, you're trying to, you know, slow and steady. Yeah, and so the whole thing about intense is like, you know, for me, I used to say this thing. To girls or whatever <laughs> um i have this stupid story i like showed up to this girl's house and i knock on her door and her family was eating dinner and i'm in this like 70s suit in new york and i was like when i love i love all the way i turn it up to 110 percent you know crazy but that that doesn't really work with so much with people maybe like in a <laughs> movie so or something funny. but you know like i like that i like corny of, romance stuff <sighs> but like it's a lot, it's like chill out bro yeah fair <laughs> um it works if they like you back if they don't yeah, like you it's weird it's tough yeah. but no I, I, I will say that about your question and uh i it's interesting i i have i met a special somebody and yeah i didn't know that love could be like that so oh, that's, that's so what sweet that's what it's you know i didn't know that that was possible for me in this way in such an in-depth so, so sweet. It's kind of someone opening your eyes to like they say that they that person comes for you when you're complete right nobody can complete you right so i like to say like i attract the most incredible people when i'm vibrating at my highest yeah so i think all my life all these incredible people and romances that have come by they've been great but i'm definitely like getting stronger and stronger and like 
debatably I'm the strongest at this moment right yeah. now, you know. Yeah. And I didn't know that, you know, something like that was possible. That's you know, so sweet. This long and on this earth, but you know, you just uh, you know, it's uh I always say this quote cuz it, you know, man, you know you hear it back like people who stab you in the back. Um, right? Brandon, you heard about that, backstabbers. Well, Oscar <laughs> Wilde has this quote, and he says that your friends stab you in the front. Wow, <sighs> took the breath of my body. So, you know, I only bring that up because when you, when you find somebody that you really care about and you're vulnerable, it's, it's, it is just that. Like, you're, you're vulnerable, and it feels like you're walking a tightrope. And, um, you know, yeah, that's all I'll say about it. No, no, wait, I, can I please touch on this? Yeah. Because the, I have, like, such bad trust issues, and it stems from, like, being let down yeah, a lot. Mm -hmm. um, not even necessarily in love, and just, like, I don't even yeah. want to get into it, but, like, family life, yeah. right? So I don't let people in or trust people or let my guard down because I don't want to give them that power of, like, yeah. letting me go so low. Yeah. So I feel you, that tightrope feeling of, like, oh, my God, this is so scary. Yeah. And, like, and, and the, they could hurt me. Yeah, and the and the the exactly and the the truth about it is yeah you you probably will get hurt but you have to be open to that for it to be real but yeah so and you know that's another thing and not to get too much into the, the relationship do you do you date um artists or do you try to stay stay away from that uh i've never seemed to Get away from artists. Yeah. That seems to be the yin to my yang. I prefer people who do different things than me because I love to learn about other people's worlds yeah. and stuff. Yes. Um, you are, I mean, you, the people that, the recurring people that are in your life, they're artists and stuff like that. Yeah, usually. Um, it just makes more sense with my lifestyle too. Yeah. And like, I, I get very creative at night. I like to stay up late and work and I like to sleep until I'm not tired. And, yeah. and so, I don't know, I need someone who's kind of on that schedule yeah. i dated someone once who was like to sleep at 10 p.m and wake up at 5 a.m and i was like good for you disciplined man but <laughs> like i'm not even home at 10 he'd be like I, i'm tired i'm like are you like wake up and so that was so unattractive to me i just couldn't handle it so yeah, nah, you need to be like on somewhat of like a flowy artist wave yeah. with me like for us to yin yang and us to travel and be like flexible and like yeah. my life is all over the world and yeah you're like you know, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like you're, you're in multiple different disciplines and it's fun that way. Yeah. So they need to kind of get that. And I need to be interested in your world. That's the main thing for me. A lot of people I dated, I was missing. They were missing the kind of passion that I have that fuels yeah. me. Like I need to see that in what you do and what you love. Yeah. You know, I've even I was seeing someone once and I was like, so what do you like love? Like what like drives you? What are you into? And like could answer. And I was like, oh, no, mm. like we're a little too grown for you not to have something that you love. Yeah. And I know it's hard to like sit with yourself and figure that kind of stuff out. But at the very least, if you're trying to, like, I don't know, have children with me or something yeah. like you need to answer those questions for yourself. Yeah. Because I want to raise like a, a artist army. <laughs> I want some some good ass kids. Korean artist army. Artist army. Coming to Hulu. This now. I'm an only child. I want many. Kids. You, so you are an only child. Yeah. Yeah, I got way too much attention. I'm just kidding. I, I just, I always wanted siblings. Yeah. I would love to have siblings for my kids, right? That's fun. Sure. I, I have an older brother and a younger Ooh. sister. So I was the middle kid. And that was fun, uh, fun, fun, fun times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, everybody's always like, yeah, I would yeah. love to be an only child. No, it, was, but. it was cool. Like, uh, you know, you, you get closer as you get older because 
you know, I think, you know, as a kid, you're, well, for me anyways, maybe we're kind of butting heads, and I think my sister was amazing, she's got an amazing kid, but I was kind of like, this, like, I, I, I took up all the attention. Um, Try to get the shine yeah, in the I, middle. And it was tough, and it was, you know, nobody likes to hear, like, oh, you're, you're Corey's sister, right? Or you're Corey's brother, right? I know you. Or I heard of you. How's your brother? Or how's Corey doing? So... That's so tough. funny. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. So I think for a while it was that. Um, but she's doing now. She's great. She's successful. And Yay. she's, you know, got a good head on her shoulders. And, um, yeah. So, yeah. But it's a it's an interesting dynamic. Okay. I, I'm asking like way too many questions. No, it's fine. We're, we're going to get into the rapid okay, fire. Okay, let's go. Ooh, ooh. Go. What are you addicted to? Uh, right now I'm addicted to being um, less of a selfish person. Oh. I know that's. I think you're actively working on that. Yeah. Um, That's great. We don't even have to riff on it. That's what the rapid fire is. Uh, What global causes are you passionate about? (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Hey, Uh, kids. Um, Oh, oh, um, ocean uh, champion teaching like uh, teachers who are good at their job and want to be there and maybe giving them a better salary because it's so important to shape it. And like we talked about, they can, help you or they can hurt you so do you want children i mean i might have some out there already i don't know hey, i'm just kidding he said play a player <laughs> no no um <laughs> i think i think eventually yes yeah great what's your favorite genre of music whatever miguel makes next i love miguel yeah he's on a different wave like man i don't know he's I respect been working on his album i know he's got hey miguel you got some stuff on youtube release it bro yeah. come on i'm trying to get in on you know these things i don't know why i'm talking like this but i am miguel let's go come on you're hilarious i like what you got i don't sing. <laughs> i don't sing but, um. you're so funny. if you could pick a different career path what would it be um I would say probably like boxing, like maybe be a boxer or a fighter or something like that. Um, if I could pick something else, um, but it would be hard because I'm just right now. I feel like I have to do this for whatever reason. Like I, I don't know. It's like I don't know if it's an obsession or it's just like something I'm compelled to do. I don't know. You gotta follow your intuition. It's really all we have. Yeah. It's like that feeling never goes away. Yeah. And like, why would you feel that way if it wasn't what you're supposed to be doing? That's yeah. how what gets you through it when it's hard. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You can feel it. It's like when you meet when you when I walk in and I was like, oh, that guy, like that's it. Like yeah. you feel that. Like you can't really shy away from those feelings. Yeah. Because they're not gonna go away and they're not gonna change. Uh, what is your go-to motto or mantra? Um, my go-to motto or mantra. Um. Ooh, that's great. Go to mantra. Okay, I got it. I have I have a couple. Um, when I was uh, when I was younger, I would say this, which is um, it's bad, but it was selfish. It was like um, if you were gonna do it, you would have done it already. I try not to say that anymore. Um, my go to mantra um, now is this. Um, ah, it's so lame. It's from Hafiz. Uh, what is the difference between um, the novice artist and the expert artist? When the expert messes up, he keeps going. The novice beats himself over the mind's head with the club. Mm. So, I, like I know that that's a lot. No, it's great. Bit. Listen up, people. That's so lame. What I like lame. that. I liked it. <laughs> that's too pretentious. Let's just. No, we're not. I like we're not Crunch. editing it out. <laughs> <laughs> I like Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch. <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> what are you most proud of? 
Um, I'm most proud of the fact that I'm trying actively to be a more spiritual person. I have some incredible books for you. Like literally life changing. I wouldn't just say that and sound like like I know shit. Like yeah. literally I read them every day and I'm like, my life is changing rapidly. Yeah. My mindset, okay. every little small step I take is like my thoughts are completely changed. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, chat. What is most important to you now? Um what's most important to me now is trying to have a spiritual relationship and um making sure that I'm trying to not serve myself 100% of the time. I love so. that. Is there anything you would say to your younger self? Uh, yeah, I would say less. Uh, yeah, don't go in the apartment on Thursday, 1997, bro. You don't want to see that. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> you don't want to see that, man. Trust me, Philip. you're going to watch this from the past. Listen, my G. Um, no, I'd say to my younger self, in terms of career or just life? Because hmm. they're d- separate things. Let's do both. Okay, so career, I'd say, um, I'd say, uh, Philip, this is me from the future um don't worry you just keep focusing on your craft and everything will happen and come but take it easy on yourself just do the work for personal life for philip i'd say um you're gonna meet her so oh st- stop 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 chasing and just let things happen you don't have to force anything <laughs> that was so cute <laughs> you're gonna meet her <laughs> see that's what i live for i told you we're big on romance around right <laughs> here the pillars so yeah that's what i said you know it's beautiful what projects are you excited to share with the world oh so many um fall and drive um, august 15th august 18th <laughs> august Oops. 18th coming to the premiere fall and drive august 18th myself the cast will be there um at cinequest um and 22nd i'm excited for that project there's a lot of projects i'm gonna leave i'm gonna forget i'm, I'm excited for model house, model house. <laughs> um and i'm excited for uh, uh film once in a blue moon which is about love and um yeah, I know. I'm gonna as soon as we leave and I get in the car, I'm like, why didn't I say these other films? But so when is Blue Moon coming out? Uh, we're we're editing it as we speak. Do you have another film coming out in August? Um, I think you do. I do, don't I? Well, uh, I couldn't find it on your page, but I think that when we spoke, you mentioned that you had two films coming out in August. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> See, hey Brandon, hey get IMDb real quick so. <laughs> Oh man, see, this is me not being prepared. Um, Gotta prioritize it might sleep, be, people. I uh, sleep. It might be free, free pass. Free okay, pass. great. Um, Happy to hear it. It's coming it, out soon. Uh, yeah, it'll be premiering at uh, Valley Film Festival on cool. August fourth. Cool. Um, one best actress, one best actor. One, you won. I won. Really? Oh, um, Coco Marshall won. Yeah, so it was a good directed. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Amazing. Congrats. I, I got I to gotta be better at this. Big, You're big bigger. proud of you. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me, Philip. This has been one of my favorite oh. hour and a half interviews of my entire life. <laughs> Seriously, I had so much fun with you. Um, You're conversational. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah, and you were just fun, and you're so smart. 
and you are such a light in the world. Oh, and I'm so grateful to know you, and I can't wait for our movie to come out. I know. I'll it's probably have a, a little premiere for us, and we yeah? can we can have a little champagne. champagne. I can meet your girl. Oh, she's so hopefully. excited. She'll. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, it's probably amazing. I'll probably love her. Yeah, I think I think you will. I'll just shower her in compliments. Like, oh my god, I love your hair. <laughs> <laughs> so I love to do that to people. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, no. She knows. Uh, she knows who you are. So. Really? Well, yeah, because she knows my work and. Y'all yeah, been talking about me. Yeah, you're like she's great. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, no, yeah. It's, thank you for having me on. You're so awesome. I respect what you're doing, and thank you know you. you were really cool on set, and it's always good. Um, when you meet an actor or an artist and they're not, um, they're pleasant people. They're not a dickhead. Yeah. Cause you get a lot of that. So I'm debatably a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but I, yeah, I'm working on it. I, so <laughs> thank you, Philip. Thank you. Corianne Roberts. Philip Andre Batello. <laughs>